0: We're back with more college basketball action here for Sunday, January 8th. Got a couple of games I want to take a look at here on today's card, so let's jump right into it. Now we start out in the American East as Vermont takes on New Hampshire. Vermont comes into this game as the 86th overall team in the Hides of and King. New Hampshire is the 282nd overall team. And obviously, you know, the American East has been Vermont's conference, conference to lose pretty much year after year for who knows how long. And it feels like it's going to go that way once again. Um, but it was a team in Vermont that really struggled at the beginning of the season, 2-7 and seven to start the year. Now, granted, they definitely played a, a tougher state. The schedule um, than the rest of their counterparts here in the conference. But I've gone six and one since then coming to this game following a win over Bryant. And, and overall, it's a team in Vermont that has been fairly strong on the offensive side of the ball. Do a decent job shooting-wise, a 51.3 effective field goal percentage on the year, and they're hitting 34.7% from beyond the arc. And you know, obviously New Hampshire is a step behind them. Um, you know, as far as the overall season goes, but they've started off American East play well here, you know, started off with a win over Albany. Um, do come into this game following the loss to Binghamton in their last one, a game where they really just didn't show up. And offensively, yes, they have had some shooting struggles, only a 44.1 effective field goal percentage on the year, but they've been fairly good from the perimeter, hitting 33.2% from beyond the R. Clarence O'Daniels has been their leading scorer this season with 15.4 points per game. Um, And while they have struggled a little bit shooting-wise there, um, their defense has been very, very good, and their shot defense really does make up for some. Some of the flaws that maybe their offense does shooting the basketball but New Hampshire is also very good in the turnover department really edging out Vermont on both sides of the basketball that's one area that Vermont has kind of struggled a little bit this season Vermont turns it over on 17.7% of their possessions and even though New Hampshire is in a great shooting team they really do a great job holding onto the ball only turning over on 15.7% of their possessions at the 26th best team in the country in that category Defensively, neither one of them really does a great job forcing turnovers, but New Hampshire does still get the slight edge here, forcing turnovers on 16.2% of their opponents' possessions. While Vermont has struggled in that category, only forcing turnovers on 15.6% of their possessions. And like I said, Vermont obviously still owns the American East Conference. They're gonna be favorites in, in, in almost every game um, once again this season. And then they'll be, you know, in contention um, in the conference tournament to, you know, go to the dance once again this season. But it's a New Hampshire team that I definitely definitely think has some high spots and can cause some trouble for this vermont squad especially on the defensive side of the ball i think new hampshire is going to make it very very tough for vermont to score points in this game i think new hampshire keeps it a low scoring game um, and ultimately keeps it close at home here taking them plus seven and a half here against vermont Next up on the card, we got Oakland taking on Wright State. Oakland comes into this one as the 217th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Wright State is the 168th overall team for Wright State. An impressive win over Detroit Mercy in their last game, and they've just been playing some great, great basketball as of late. Wins in four of their last five games, but Oakland has also been a fairly strong team as of late. You know, didn't start the season off great. We're 2-11 before the Christmas break, but since returning to play, since starting conference play, here three straight wins they have rattled off coming into this one but for what Oakland has done in those games overall this season, they have kind of struggled on the offensive side of the ball. They haven't been the best shooting team, only a 48.5 effective field goal percentage for them on the year. Also only hitting 36 or 30.6% um, percent from beyond the arc this season. And it's a right state team that offensively certainly has the edge in this game. They've done a pretty good job shooting the basketball A 51.9 effective field goal percentage from them on the season. Also been fairly good from the perimeter hitting 33.3% from beyond the arc and a big reason why they've had success offensively and they've been a decent shooting team is Trey Calvin leads the way with 18.9 points per game really is the star player for this Wright State squad this season Um, but it's not just the offense where where Wright State has been the better team this season they've also been better on the defensive side of the ball now granted in this matchup neither one of these teams is great defensively but Wright State does still have the better shot defense in this game holding their opponents to a 52.5 effective field goal percentage on the Year, while Oakland's giving up a 55 effective field goal percentage. Oakland's also allowing 36.8% from beyond the arc while Wright State is giving up 34.7% from three. But um, as shooting goes offensively, defensively, yeah, Wright State has a slight edge in this game, but I think the real advantage they're going to have here is just how fast they play. I think they're going to look to push tempo here against an Oakland squad that doesn't play a slow style of basketball, but certainly a slower style of basketball than this Wright State team does. Um, I think Wright State gets up and down the court in transition, Um, and really takes advantage of some of those opportunities and kind of wins this one pretty big here at home, taking them minus six and a half against Oakland. Now, quickly, before we get into the final game of the day, if you haven't already checked out the website, head over to HotTipBets.com. We got college basketball, NBA, NHL, horse racing picks being posted up every single day. Got the college football national championship tomorrow. Um, a bunch of NFL Week 18 stuff going on today. UFC coming back next week. All sorts of picks up on the website, so make sure you head over there to take a look at all of that. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account, at Hot Tip on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, to stay up to date with all the content being posted over there, as well as my personal account, at Hot Tip chris on instagram tiktok twitter so you don't miss out on any other content that i'm putting out also follow me on Betstamp at hot Tip Bets chris so you can get a notification every single time i place a bet um, and get the earliest access possible to all of my picks and last but definitely not least if you're watching here on youtube hit that like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notifications so you don't miss out on any future uploads and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on here for sunday and let's get into this final game Now we close out Sunday's card in the American. We got Houston taking on Cincinnati. Houston comes into this game as the number one overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Cincinnati is the 62nd overall team. Obviously, Houston has been one of, if not the best, overall teams in the entire country this year. You know, Coming to this game, following a win over SMU, their only loss of the entire season um, was at home against Alabama in mid December, but it's a Houston team that really at this point, this is one of are few tougher road tests in the American this season, you know, UCF Memphis, probably the, the other two tough games that they got left on the schedule, but overall it's a, it's a schedule for Houston where they should win and are going to be fairly big favorites um, in all of their games from here on out, but it's not an easy Cincinnati team by any means in this matchup, certainly not a game they can just overlook Cincinnati comes into this one following an impressive performance against Wichita state. I was really shocked how well Cincinnati was able to deal with that Wichita state shooting um, defense. The Wichita State defense in, in that game um, but it's a Cincinnati team that has done a pretty good job shooting the ball themselves a 52.2 effective field goal percentage hitting 35.2 percent from beyond the arc But they go up against Houston, who's, you know, top 10 shooting team in the country right now. 53.1 effective field goal percentage of the year, hitting 34.2% from beyond the arc. Marcus Sasser, been outstanding for this Houston team once again this season. 15.8 points per game for the Cougars this year. But as good as Houston has been on the offensive side of things, it truly is that defense that makes them the best team in the country right now. I mean, their shot defense just straight up is the best in the country right now overall, um, only allowing a 38.4 effective field goal percentage. on the season Cincinnati um, not a bad shot defense allowing a 47.4 effective field goal percentage Cincinnati also only giving up 32.1 percent from beyond the arc but Houston has held their opponents to 23.2 percent from beyond the arc Kelvin Sampson really has probably the best roster best talent best team he's ever had here in Cincinnati and in one of their few competitive semi-competitive tests they have left here in the regular season I think they take care of business on the road against Cincinnati and overall it's a West Miller team in Cincinnati, I'm just not super high on, not super sold on. I think they struggle against the best team in the country. Taking Houston, minus nine against Cincinnati.